0: Hello, I'm Sean Gilligan, and in this week's episode, we talked to Arthur Howie, who's the education portfolio manager at Web Anywhere for School Jotter. Welcome to the show, Arthur. Just tell us a little bit about your background, your education, and how you started at Web Anywhere.
1: Hi, Sean, thanks for having me on the show. In terms of my background, I began making websites in 2002 uh, for SMEs and local groups and organizations. My career has seen me take on various roles from sales, developer, people manager, product manager, uh, and now overseeing product portfolio and service delivery departments at WebAnywhere. In terms of education, I graduated from the University of Bradford with a degree in multimedia computing. This covered a mix of computer science and media creation modules spanning topics from programming, uh, database fundamentals, human-computer interaction theory, Uh, And also, more creative topics such as video game design, video production, audio soundscape design, this sort of thing. I joined WebAnywhere at the start of 2013 as a developer on projects including SchoolJar2, and then I was promoted through to product manager after two years in that role. This gave me the opportunity and the responsibility to act as the product glue between departments internally and with users and the wider community externally. I took my current position overseeing product portfolio and service delivery for WebAnywhere in January 2020. And I've hit the ground running since, leading product development, delivery and aftercare support teams. It's a very varied role with equal focus on the current products and also the near future products, which we'll be releasing over the coming one to three years.
0: So most schools will know SchoolJotter as a content management system, providing the website to the school, but also the mobile app, most schools aren't that familiar with the e-learning modules that School Jota has where you can extend the school website for teaching and learning. Can you just on a high level go through the architecture and what School Jota is capable of? Because it's quite a powerful tool.
1: School Jota has had built in e-learning modules since early 2014 and these have been used by more than a thousand schools to date. These cover learner-focused private education mini-sites in Jota Learn and the ePortfolio modules. Uh, And then we have other e-learning modules to help students learn hard skills such as spellings and help students develop soft skills using modules such as forums as a tool to teach online social etiquette. One of the challenges for schools has always been to integrate e-learning tools into their day-to-day teaching practices. What we've seen with the current crisis is that schools need tools to communicate and to teach at a distance. And over the last few weeks, we have had a huge surge of demand uh, and have helped many schools to onboard new e learning solutions or to take a look at uh, tools that they had access to but have perhaps underutilised previously.
0: So, traditionally, School Joss is used to create a school website. You've got the head teacher, the bursars, and various teachers adding pages on the public facing school website. With JotAlearn, it's about teachers creating private teaching websites for learning resources, and for adding quizzes. So can you just talk through the simple steps of how a teacher would log on to School Jotter and get started creating a teaching website?
1: It's really very straightforward. Uh, the teachers just need to log in with the same logins that they've been using to edit the website. They can then open the Learn module and can create a new learning site in a matter of seconds uh, with options to customize the site icon, uh, to choose a theme that's relevant to the topic, Uh, for the way that they want to teach their learners. Once created, teachers can then choose with whom to share these learning sites. This could be the whole school, a year group, a class, or a cohort of specific pupils. The Jot2Learn platform is non-prescriptive in how to structure these learning sites, which gives schools a high degree of flexibility. From talking with schools, it is very much each to their own, and I think this is something which our customers appreciate.
0: So the workflow for editing a teacher website is very similar to a school website. You browse to the page you want to edit, you click the edit button, and then you can insert various elements and widgets. Can you explain to us the difference between a teaching website and a school website and the difference in the sort of elements that you can insert onto the page?
1: The jot editor is built on top of the same easy to use platform that is used to edit the website learning sites are built of a number of elements which can be added to multiple pages which can be as large or as small as a school wishes to teach the topic or topics they need the elements which are specific to jot learn include an element for playing SCORM packages and activity elements to allow for homework coursework or other activities to be assigned to and submitted by students it also features a wiki element and a quiz element including self-marking quizzes and the ability to share learning sites to specific groups of learners Aside from the specifics of how the learning site editor varies from the standard editor, there is the wraparound which Jot learn offers. Firstly, schools can create an unlimited amount of learning sites on their account. And secondly, the activity elements on the page capture and present student submissions in a separate area within Jot learn So the educators simply need to go to one place to see all homework submitted or the results from the self-marking quizzes altogether.
0: Arthur. What would you say the advantages and disadvantages are to online learning? Clearly, there's benefits uh, because a pupil can learn at their own pace and there's greater personalization, But there is, of course, this disconnect now where pupils and teachers have been separated and that personal touch is no longer there. Give us your thoughts.
1: For traditional e-learning within a school context, there were, I'd say, two predominant use cases. The VLE could be used within a class to direct the structure of the lesson, being used as a reference point and to direct learners from activity A through B, C and so on. The second use case was for remote learning to supplement teaching that was happening in the classroom anyway, for example, to allow learners to submit homework digitally. If you consider VLE use in a higher education or a further education context, it's again a different sort of beast, as this could be used as the primary means of course delivery, which is used probably most famously by the Open University. This approach is more what schools are experiencing now, as all non-key worker children are in effect now distance learners. as schools are now being accelerated towards e-learning in whatever format that might be. There's an opportunity to use e-learning to bring parents closer into the learning experience of the student. Parents are now the ones who must drive and encourage learning rather than the teachers and fill the void that schools offer both academically and socially, albeit socially distanced. This will be a challenge for all families, as despite how it feels to some, this is not a holiday, but rather an unprecedented international crisis and parents now need to be encouraged and supported by teachers to own the role as primary education giver. By equipping teachers, students and parents with the right tools and giving them a safe space to share these resources, this unprecedented period can be made as pain-free as possible. Crucially, this supports students in the short term so that academically they can develop on track over their medium and longer term learning journey.
0: Now, there's an extra special feature within School Jotter that allows the sharing of resources across all schools. Can you explain what the community features are and how schools can transfer knowledge, data, resources and activities between schools?
1: There are two main types of sharing across Jotter Learn accounts. Schools can choose to share at the individual resource level or at the entire learning site level. For each option, the school simply marks content as available to the community and it will instantly be available to other Jota accounts. This is an option which schools control and they can rescind this at any point if they wish to do so later. Schools which want to utilise the community shared content simply have to browse in the community site section within JOTALearn, and if they see something they like, they can copy that into their own learning site or the resources area, at which point they're free to edit, chop and change the content, suit their needs. Schools can also rate the content so that other schools can see what has benefited other educators. On the other hand, schools can also report any community content if they feel it is not suitable or not of suitable quality. WebAnywhere then moderate this and can choose to hide content from the community where it is deemed to not be of suitable standard. I also think it's worth mentioning that each individual school remains in complete control of the content they show to students. And the community features are only visible to admin and teaching staff who can choose whether to take advantage of them or not. Students will only ever see content which schools have explicitly decided is most appropriate for them to access.
0: Arthur, what are your tips for going online with School Jotter for a teacher that's perhaps getting started?
1: Firstly, I'd say just don't be afraid of using the platform. It's been designed to be easy for educators to get started with. If you can use Microsoft Word, then you'll be able to learn how to use School Jotter, Jotter Learn, and the other modules on the platform. In addition to that, there is a bank of supporting material available to all our customers, which can be accessed at jottercommunity.com, which features videos and web pages to help admins and teachers use the system. For schools which require more direct help, we also offer a range of training packages from quick 30-minute remote training for individual teachers through to longer training sessions with larger groups of staff. Currently, we are doing all training remotely, but we'll offer this face-to-face once it is safe again to do so. Customers should speak to the account manager for options. In terms of structuring content for learning sites, teachers can all do these differently to suit their own pedagogy. I'd recommend that teachers brainstorm ideas to decide whether to organise on a per-topic, per-class or per-year group basis. We have customers who have taken all of these approaches and more successfully, also with the flexibility in the system it's quite easy to change this if a school wishes to do so
0: later. Well, Arthur, thank you so much for joining the interview today. It's been really interesting. And if you're a school looking to get started with Jotter Learn, visit schooljotter.com.
1: Thank you, Sean. It's been really good to talk. Until next time. Cheers.
0: Thank you for listening to this episode of the School Jotter podcast. I've been Sean Gilligan interviewing Arthur Howie, the Education Portfolio Manager at Web Anywhere. If you've enjoyed it, do subscribe, share on social media. And until next time, thanks for listening and bye for now.